Today's episode is brought to you by Podgo. Do any of you have podcasts and you guys have been waiting to put advertisements on but you don't know how? Look no further. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast. I've been using Podgo to put literally all of my advertisements on this podcast and it's so easy. They place you on this website and you're able to see all of these different ads available and you can essentially pick the ones that work perfectly with your audience. They give you a flat rate so you always know how much you're getting paid for ads and it really makes the advertising process so, so simple. So if you're wanting to get started at Podgo, you can apply today and become a member and get immediately connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at p-o-d-g-o and make sure if you do add she's going places in the how did you hear about it in the Podgo section of your application. All right, enjoy the episode. up you guys you are listening to the she's going places podcast i'm your host taylor and welcome back to another wednesday i am so excited that you are joining and tuning in this wednesday if you are new here hi my name is taylor and i'm so happy to have you here listening to this week's episode it is seriously going to be a great one but if you're a regular around here thank you so much for supporting the podcast every time you choose to download an episode review, like an Instagram post, it absolutely means the world. So let's just hop right into what this week's episode is going to consist of because this was definitely not what I planned for this week. If you guys listened to last week's episode at the end, I gave you guys a teaser of what the next few weeks would look like. And originally, I was going to do this week about how I landed my dream internship, which is true. And it's something I'm very proud of and a process I would love to share with y'all. But after I put a question poll on the Instagram stories, which if you're not following the Instagram, you wouldn't know. So you need to go check that out because really you guys can change my opinions on everything I'm doing at a drop of a hat. And so I put it out there and everyone was asking me questions. I just basically said, what episodes do you want to hear from? And along the lines, all of you were asking the same thing, which is I have a huge life decision coming up soon. Help. And it kind of just came to my attention because it was an episode that I've always wanted to do, but it, it was never as like simplified as that. It was more so it's like how to choose the college that's perfect for you or how do you know like when to move where? How do you know when now is a good time to get into a relationship or where should I go to college or what should my major be? And it was all of these things separated into different episodes, but at its core, all of these topics come from the same place of having good decision-making skills for what feels like huge life decisions. And so realizing the need and realizing that you guys all have have big life decisions coming up, I, I really wanted to just kind of share what was on my heart because I truly have been prayerfully thinking through all of this, but I just never really knew how it was meant to be delivered until this moment. So the truth of the matter is, is I'm literally recording this episode the day before. You guys know I'm a planner. This definitely is like ruining me on the inside, feeling like I'm not prepared. But at the end of the day, I think this is going to be a great episode and honestly give you guys the steps to handle big life decisions with ease, confidence, and peace. So if that sounds like something that you want and you're thinking, yes, yes, 
fast forward, let me hear all of the tips, then you're in the right place. So let's hop into it. Okay, so basically how I'm going to structure this episode is I have a list of tactical steps that you guys can take to make big life decisions. But what I'm going to do just to help you follow along is I'm going to go through some past experiences that I've had in making big life decisions and talking about results, what I did in the process. But then I'm also going to be including a scenario. So those decisions will be, I'll be talking about how I chose what college I was going to go to, huge life decision some of you are wrestling with. The next decision I'm going to talk about is how I chose it was the right time to get married, which some of you might be in that season, some of you not, some of you might be preparing for that season. And so those are big life decisions that I've already tackled. But then I'm going to be talking about me choosing where to move post-grad, which doesn't feel like as big of a life decision, but it's my biggest life decision that's on my mind at the moment that I don't know about. And I'll basically be walking you guys through tactical things that I'm doing currently while I'm kind of in the same boat as y'all in this uncertain season. So I wanted to clarify how the episode would be structured so that you guys could stay with me. All right, let's hop into the episode. First off, I want to start by validating how you're feeling. It can be so easy in the stress or the chaos or the weight of a big decision to A, feel really isolated, to B, feel overwhelmed, or to like see just like you just like can't even deal with the idea of coming to a decision. So I want to validate how you're feeling because especially talking to maybe like if you're choosing like what college to go to, this is the biggest life decision that you've had to make in your life. So this is the biggest life decision ever as far as you know. And so don't let like, I know sometimes like adults are like, it's not that deep or like maybe like belittling um, how you're feeling or like if you're like stressed about getting into a relationship or you're stressed about where to move post-grad or you don't know what you should major in because you don't know what you want to do with your life. Those are big life decisions and they feel weighty and that's because they are and it's okay to feel the weight of them. Stress is perfectly normal and it honestly, it's almost better to be stressed about these big life decisions. Like if you're here and you're listening to this because you're like, I need advice, that means you care, which means you are in the sweet spot because if you're caring to be like prayerful or considerate or doing research, we'll get into all of that, trying to make a big life decision then you're doing the right things. Like, you're you're trying to make the best decision possible. So, proud of you already. So, how you are feeling is valid. We just need to establish that credibility here. I understand you. You understand me. I've been in your shoes. I am in your shoes. I mean, I'm literally 20. My gosh. But, from my experience, it feels weighty. And that's normal. And it's kind of fun. So, there's that. Next, I'm going to say, you aren't the only one that has ever felt like this. For me, I have this, you know, main character complex where I feel like every experience that I have or every day that I go through is, it's true, it's unique to me, but I feel like everything is new to me. And sometimes I forget that, like, for example, maybe when you don't want to, like, listen to what your mom said, it's like, well, my mom has been a 21 or a 20 year old girl before, like she kind of knows what she's talking about. Like she's had these experiences before. And so take comfort in the fact that you are not the first person that has been conflicted about where to go to college. You are not the first person who did not know what they wanted to do with their life or they didn't understand their purpose. You are not the first person who has questioned whether or whether or not you should get in or get out of a relationship. 
You are not the first person who has been overwhelmed or felt unhappy. You are not the, like all of these things have been felt and conquered before. And so take comfort in the fact that like it's a natural process and you're you're going to like get through it. You're going to make a decision. You're going to come to the right decision that's best for you. And that's enough. And so you're not the only one. I don't know. I included that because I take a lot of comfort in that where it's like the experiences that I'm not having are not extremely unique. Like I'm not like on a deserted island having to like struggle through these things on my own. Like the Lord gave us great community and that's why you should surround yourself with great communities for people to give you advice. Once again, we'll get there. I'm jumping all around. But there's other people who've had these experiences. Like use your resources. And you are. You're doing the right thing because we're hopping into the next point, which is do your research, which you're already doing because you're listening to this episode. Love that for you. So do your research. My biggest, biggest tip if you're like starting from scratch in this big life decision or maybe you're like at a point where you're like, I just feel like I'm very stagnant. I don't have any progress. Like I don't really know where to go from here. Make a pro-con list. Listen, you probably already made it. You probably already thought of it. I don't care whatever you're doing, you need to get a piece of paper and a pen or a Sharpie. Draw a line down the middle of that paper, one side pro, one side con, and write it down. It's not enough to have it in your head because you're not really able to like see how it all weighs out. It's not enough to put it in the notes app of your phone, piece of paper, write it down. And seriously consider every pro and every con. Nothing is too stupid to go onto the list because I know for me when I was like going through the, like the college process, my pro con lists were legit because at this point I had applied to, I believe, 11 colleges and slowly but surely I was narrowing them down, but I never like got to a point where I never had that moment where I was like, oh, I'm definitely going here. Like I'm like, I could go that way. Or if I would lean one way, all of a sudden I would get more money in another school and I'm like, maybe that's a sign. And then I would see a license plate border that had a different university. And I'm like, that's a sign too. And I would take everything. And it would be, if you can relate to that, like, hello, like sometimes there really aren't signs. (laughs) That's not on here, but that just came to my head. Like take those with a grain of salt because I go down a rabbit hole. I mean, know yourself. Sometimes if that's like your thing, go for it. But I go down on a rabbit hole on signs being like, I got an email from them or I met a person today and their grandpa is an alumni there. And it's like, that's, (laughs) this is not, this is not the Lord telling you to go to that school. Okay. So a pro con list was super helpful for me there, but a pro con list was also really helpful for me in this deciding to get married. No, I'm kind of going back to my own word. I did not (laughs) physically write a pro con list about Hunter. That did not happen. I had like a mental one in my head, but it was never like a, oh, this one's so weighty. Because I think the difference between with Hunter and I is like, I knew what I wanted the entire time. And we'll get into the different types of big life decisions. Like it feels so black and white when you're talking about picking a college. Because I mean, emotions are involved, but it's like, I am going to college probably like I made that decision for myself that I was going to go to college right after I graduated and so it's like I am going to a college in the fall I just need to pick one of them which one do I like best whereas with Hunter it was I love him I want him to be my husband is that what the Lord wants for me is this the right timing like there was a lot of other factors whereas like the college one like it's pretty black and white so that's why it's a little bit different 
did not make a pro-con list about Hunter, but if I did, so many pros. Probably would have made it simpler. Would have wanted to get married sooner. I'm kidding, but anyways. And so basically another part of doing your research is talk to people who have been in your shoes, and that doesn't even just come from, like, talking to people, like, around you. It's, like, use your resources. Like, read about the colleges. Read, like, books about relationships. Um, listen to podcasts about people going through post-grad. Like, there is a wealth of knowledge out there if you're willing to consume it and you're willing to consider it. And so my biggest advice to you would to just be, like, open up your mind to all of these different perspectives. Like, if you're conflicted about what college to go to, maybe look at some YouTubers who are at those different schools or look at like people's honest reviews about the colleges or see how the college promotes itself marketing wise or see what opportunities there are. Talk to a prospective student. Like these don't have to be like your besties. Like these are people who are neutral. They don't have like necessarily your interest in heart. Like they don't, they're not like so emotionally attached to you. They'll just tell you the facts. Like I'm here, like if you guys wanted to know like my honest opinion about Samford, like I wouldn't like sit there in my, my Instagram DMs and like know your heart and be like, this is the Lord's calling you here. I would not say that. I could confidently tell you, answer your questions about Greek life, answer your questions about student engagement, answer your questions about my personal experience there. And then you're able to then infer from that if that's something that's good for you. You see what I mean? So definitely do your research and find like neutral parties to go to because I know making big decisions gets emotional and the people in your life, they love you and that's why it's emotional because then they get emotional and they have opinions and it's coming from a place of love and it's coming from a place of like information and they think they know it's best and you're going to get a lot of opinions and they might be conflicting. So my biggest encouragement is to find neutral people to talk to and to bounce off of, make your pro-con list, and just overall just do your research, whether you're picking between schools, you're picking between cities to move to, you're picking between careers. Like, if you're stuck on your career, message people who are in the different careers in LinkedIn and just see what their experiences are. Or you're stressed about a job, message people who have your dream job. Or if you're conflicted, like, whatever it might be, like, people in general want to help because they've been in your shoes before. That's what's like so crazy about it is like whenever you guys DM me and you like ask me for advice and I respond and you guys are like so shocked. You're like, I can't believe you're answering me. It's like, no, I've had this experience and I've actually learned a lot about it. And like, it feels so good that like what I struggled with, like I'm able to share with you now or like what was really hard for me is actually going to be used for good and for a purpose. Like people love giving advice. Like, I haven't really met someone who hates giving advice because part of it is, like, this, like, amazing feeling of, like, being needed or, like, feeling like what you have to say is important on the giver end. And then you're also, if you're asking, receiving a wealth of knowledge. And so don't be afraid to ask people for help and ask neutral parties for their opinions, feedback, advice, etc. So definitely do your research. Next, I'm going to say ask for advice. And so after you've done your research and you're doing all the neutral parties, what are your friends and family saying about it? And maybe this doesn't apply to every scenario because maybe the problem is, is that you feel one way and your parents feel another and that's the problem here. I totally get that. That is definitely a huge contributing factor to like making life decisions or like your friends have really strong opinions about something and you're like, mm, how much do I weigh their input or how much weight do I give their opinion you know like that's the hot question but if you feel good about it and that's not the issue at hand 
What are your friends and family saying? They do know you best. They are the people in your life. And so if they're all saying the same consistent thing, there there is validity in that. And there is a sense of like you need to be wise and discern that if all of your closest friends and family are saying the exact same thing or there's a pattern, there's truth in that. So just definitely ask for advice getting different people's opinions. But if that seriously overwhelms you, the idea of getting everyone's opinions, then stop. Like you basically need to take everything I'm saying and do some like introspection and apply it to your own life and think, okay, that might work for Taylor because like she has thicker skin in this area, but that definitely doesn't work for me. Totally normal. I can only really speak from my experience with making big life decisions. And so getting advice from friends and family is very helpful. Oh, but here's, here's a great example of this. I would not call this a big life decision, but it's a big decision that I've made recently is when I was picking my wedding dress, I ended up having a bunch of people there at the appointments and it got to the point where it's like everyone had opinions and everyone wanted to vocalize them. And at one point, normally I love getting feedback, but I just shut down because I was just like too much. And so it's okay if you get overwhelmed by getting a bunch of people's like opinions. Like you have to know yourself and know how you handle stress and be like, I can only handle one person's opinion today. You know what I mean? And so you need to basically audit that on on yourself. But in general, ask for advice because there's got to be wise people around you. And if not, refer back to do your research and then talk to neutral parties. And that really, I can think about when I think about asking advice and I'm going to apply it to like my own personal situations. When I was choosing where I was going to go to school, my family, I knew I was fortunate enough that they had my best interest at heart and they were genuinely trying to help me find the place that like felt the most like home and like felt like my perfect school. So I was definitely super lucky to have really supportive parents in my college process. But like maybe some of my friends like selfishly are motivated or maybe this might be your experience with your parents like wanting you to be closer or they want you to be in a state school or money is an issue or they like selfishly think you're gonna go too far away or they don't want or they're worried about this like whatever it might be but for me my family was really good about helping me loved their advice but for some of my friends it was all coming from like their own lens so it's like they were giving me advice based on what they wanted out of college and I didn't want the same college experience. And so I guess what I would add to ask for advice is like, you need to be using extreme discernment. So like, for example, they're thinking, oh my gosh, Samford is such a small school, like you're not going to get the quote unquote traditional like college experience. But they're coming from a place that they wanted to go to a huge state school and have that lifestyle, the, the typical stereotypical state school lifestyle. And that wasn't something I necessarily wanted. So then being like, are you sure Sanford's the right place? Is because for them, it's not. And so you need to recognize that everyone's speaking from their own lenses. So for me, friends and family's advice was super, super, super informative when choosing what to go to school. I ended up being super indecisive. And I'll get to that when I talk about coming to a decision. But anyways, when it came to coming to a decision or like seeking out advice about whether or not, like, I don't even want to just say Mary and Hunter. It's not even just Hunter in question. It's, like, timing, plan, life plan, like, all the logistics. It was all one big bow. Asking, I guess I'll separate the two. Um, when it came to deciding if Hunter was the person that I wanted to marry, 
asking for advice by my friends and family was crucial. Like, I held so much weight into what my family thought about him, what they saw in him, qualities like they noticed in him. Because especially if you're making a big relationship life decision, it's so easy to get in your like relationship bubble where you're like only seeing like the, I guess like the intimate side of relationship and the private parts of your relationship and you're thinking, okay, everything that's going on here is so great and I'm so happy and you have like this like honeymoon view of your relationship and a lot of times it was so helpful to have people on the outside being like hey I saw this and like this might be something you need to address and think about and so when like moving forward in my relationship with Hunter and like getting to a point where I was like this is definitely the person I'm supposed to marry If my friends didn't love him and my family didn't love him, that would have been very difficult for me. Like, I was so lucky and, I mean, that's partly and mostly because Hunter is so great and I have great friends and family that were really supportive. But, like, they basically assessed, like, how the two of us were together and, like, if he was a person who, quite honestly, like, was, I don't even want to say worthy, but, like, this is for my ladies who need some self-worth like a little gas up, if he was like worthy of being my husband and and vice versa. I mean, Hunter had to do the same thing to see if I was worthy of being his wife. But you know, that's a hot topic. I mean, it's not a hot topic, but it's definitely a topic that I would love to get into more. But basically what I'm saying is is like, it's it's this idea of having an assessment. And so in those kind of decisions, that, that was super helpful. But when I'm asking for advice on like timing for getting married that was even more stressful because it was so hard to discern like what's good timing (laughs) like when I tell you quarantine was a was rough quarantine was rough and it was hard conversations constantly about like what we were giving up what we were sacrificing how we were bending over backwards to make it work but it was all worth it spoiler alert like wouldn't treat any of it for a second and so asking for my friends and family's advice and all of that super helpful And now going into the season where we're choosing where to move post-grad, of course, I'm taking my friends and family's opinion into concern because, like, I don't want to be far from them. And they have, I mean, like, great, like, people are saying, oh, where you pick, you might settle down. And, like, there's lots of opinions. There's so many opinions. There's so much advice. There's so much wisdom. But sometimes, like, for me, I get really overwhelmed. And sometimes I'm like, okay, that was enough for now. So do what you can. Ask for advice. Surround yourself with wise people. The next part is actually coming to a decision. And now I'm going to split this into two sections. And this first part is going to be for my indecisive people. Like the people who are looking at this decision and they're just like, I'd rather die than make a decision. Or like the idea of decision making sounds nauseating to you. This part's for you, right? So like text it to a friend and say, okay, here's the minute. Here's the time code. Like listen here. Hey guys, super quick interrupting this week's episode to remind you guys the Star Collection sticker pack is out and available for purchase. It is a three sticker sticker pack for 
only $7.50, including shipping. That is seriously such a good deal. If you think about ordering stickers on Redbubble or anywhere else, stickers are about $3 a piece. And so these stickers are custom designed. They're super cute, perfect for your laptop, your water bottle, your car. As far as I'm concerned, I'm pretty sure they're water resistant. It has survived my water bottle for weeks. They're adorable. The feedback that I've gotten on them has been so great. I'm so excited to, for all of you to get your hands on them. So you need to go check out these stickers. Seriously, they are my baby. So the link to order them will be in the show notes, or you can head over to at She's Going Places podcast on Instagram and click the link in the bio to go order the stickers. Seriously, you guys won't regret it. It's the first SGP merch launch ever, and it would seriously mean the world if you would support. Okay, back to the episode. To my indecisive people. First off, you need to do all the things I've just said. Do all of those things. Take into consideration. Once you've done all those things and you're still like, I physically can't choose. I don't feel one way or the other. You feel very neutral. Like, colleges, you, like, actually feel neutral. Or you, like, can't decide. Like, just the idea of choosing a college is just, you just physically can't do it. Or choosing where to move. Or choosing whether to date some. Or, like, like, you are just at like a stalemate basically there has to be one of them like strip all of it down there has even though you're saying you're so decisive you don't care both are great options there is one that sounds even 0.00001% more appealing why i just i can't fathom people who actually feel 100% neutral about a situation. I just, I mean, I'm never completely neutral about a situation. I think back to my indecisive people. I hadn't, I definitely had an indecisive moment in my college choosing is that I was stuck between two schools, Sanford and I mean, I'll say it, George Washington <laughs> University. And I was like, really, I was like, wow, like super just like, not like devastated over it, but I was just like, I just don't know what to choose. And the, the truth of the matter is, is what I had to do is I had to strip back and look at like why I was so conflicted about the two schools. And like when it came to Sanford, the, the qualities that I loved about Sanford in the end were more important to me than the qualities I loved about George Washington. For me, what I was so stuck up about with George Washington is I had always pictured myself in D.C. Like that was a, I was like, I'm definitely going to live there. I'm definitely going to move there. So it just makes sense to go to college there. Going to college in the city would be a dream. I love D.C. This would like launch my political career. Like this, this is just the perfect place. I'll be able to get great internships. The network is great. I'll be able to intern on Capitol Hill. Like all of it, it's like silly to not take it. I had a great scholarship there. Like it, I was just like, this is, this is like the dream. This is like a way cooler option to like say, this is where I'm going to school. It's different. It was harder to get into than Sanford. So like my pride was definitely like playing a part, um, which definitely helped me with looking at my heart posture here. But I was just like, it's a harder school to get into. And I'm like a presidential scholar or I was in the honors college. I don't even remember, but I was one of those things. And when it came to Sanford, Sanford was great in it. It was a smaller Christian school it was in the south. It was in quiet little Birmingham, Alabama, which don't get me wrong, Birmingham's a great place, but 
in comparison to Washington, D.C. They don't compare. Um, but I loved that it was a Christian school. I loved that, like, what Greek life looked like at Samford. I loved what, like, classrooms looked like at Samford. I, like, there was, like, I was going into college and I basically came down to the conclusion that when I was making my decision, I had to prioritize what I wanted out of college. And in the end, I prioritized people. And so this is my encouragement to my indecisive people, is you need to make a list of what your priorities are in this decision. And this applies to every type of decision. Like, what is your heart posture going into wanting to pursue or end a relationship? What is your heart posture in deciding what you want to do with your life? Let me talk about that one really quick because I feel like I haven't touched on it enough. People get so overwhelmed about what's my purpose? What should my major be? What should I like pursue? And it's like in your heart posture of trying to make a decision. Is it just because you just simply want to make a decision and you don't have to think about it? But it's just like at the core of who you are, like what do you want? Like you don't have to think, oh, I want to be a therapist or oh, I want to be a journalist. It's just like for me, it's like I love telling stories and I've always been a great communicator and I'm obsessed with social media, and that's crazy that that's something I'm going to get to do with my job. And so, like, my heart posture, I think I want to communicate people's stories. I want to, like, be a part of bigger conversations. I want to, like, create things. I'm a creative part. Like, there was, like, those part, like parts of me that were, like, craving, and that's what led me into public relations and advertising. And so you can sit there and ask yourself, like, where is my, what is like, who do I want to be? What do I want to do? What is something I want to contribute to, you know? And definitely ask yourself that. And so back to Samford is what I was deciding is I ended up prioritizing that the number one thing I wanted at the end of my four years of college, I'm graduating college, what do I get? Did I want killer internships on Capitol Hill? Did I maybe want a jump start to my political career? Or did I want lifelong godly friends who were going to push me towards the Lord and like be the best girlfriends I could ever have. I chose the latter and I don't regret it for a second, but it took me taking the schools out of it. It's not about, Ooh, Samford, Ooh, GW. It was about which college is going to give me what I want out of college, you know? And it can be totally different for you. Like if you like want like a really, rigorous academic program that like gives you like prestige then that's how you should like you need to like just basically assess your heart posture of what you want the most what's your key motivator is my is really my advice to my indecisive people when I think about deciding on Hunter and I getting married there really wasn't a lot of indecisiveness there it was something I was very eager and excited to do it was something I always knew in the back of my head was um, something the Lord was calling me to, but indecisiveness on the timeline, um, same thing, key motivator at the end of the day. Yes, Hunter and I could have waited. I could have gone to grad school. I wanted to go to grad school. I thought I was going to grad school. We could have done distance longer. There was options. Like we did not need to get married when we did, but at the end of the day, the thing that was most important to me was being with him. Like, I, that, at the end of the day, and, like, you can agree with me, disagree with me, I don't really care, but the reason why I ended up, and I'll just speak for myself, came to the conclusion that now was timing, aside from, like, 
praying about it, which once again, we'll get there <laughs> in this part. Um, I just came to the conclusion that it's like, strip everything away, take away jobs, take away grad school, take away salaries, take away location, take away everything, take away people's opinions. At the end of the day, am I going to be happier or more fulfilled going to a prestigious grad school or getting to marry Hunter now? And it wasn't even coming out of a place of like feeling impatient. It was a thing about, I surrendered this relationship to the Lord when I was 17 years old. And I said like, I will do the distance for four years, but like, I can't keep doing it afterwards. And Hunter and I had mutually made the decision that like, it'd be silly to like move to the same city. And like, we obviously like, weren't going to like live together. And like, that would be hard. There was just like a lot of things that we were basically like out of fear of of people having opinions about us getting married young. We were trying to jump through hoops so that we wouldn't be that couple. But at the end of the day, it was a very personal, private, and prayed-for decision that we made. And so that's, I guess, the most I would say about indecisiveness is just, like, take the decision out of it, look at your core motivators for why you're making the decision, and go from there. You got this. Now I'm going to do coming to a decision to someone who is definitely leaning towards an option, but there's opposition in some form. Maybe it's someone really important to you in your life feels really strongly about you not doing it. Maybe there's like an actual hurdle. Maybe there's a financial hurdle. Maybe like where you like, you know what you want, but there's something keeping you from making this big life decision. First off, breathe <laughs> because this is stressful. I feel like this part, this is way worse than being indecisive, um, and having a great support group. Um, when I see this option, I think of, like, a person who knows what school she wants to go to, but her parents just, like, absolutely disagree. Or I see someone who feels really passionately about what they want to do with their life, or they feel like the Lord's calling them a certain way, but it's like, you're not going to make enough money, and you're just hearing negative thoughts about it. Or maybe it's someone who's like, I know that this, like, relationship is for me, or not serving me anymore, and there's someone in your life saying, it's easier to stay, or I really don't think you should do that. I don't know what your specific situation is, but to the person leaning towards an option, but there just seems to be the biggest roadblock. First off, I'm really sorry, because that is so hard, but what I'll say is that first off, consider the roadblock. We're reverting back to asking for advice, doing your research, the whole thing. Consider the roadblock and why it's there. Look at it for its face value. Really try and put yourself in the roadblock shoes. Think about what your parents are thinking. Think about what your friend's thinking. Think about what your boyfriend's thinking. Like, really try and think about it. And put all of your preconceived notions aside and seriously, like, have an outer body experience about it. But if at the end of the day, you're looking at, like, your life and maybe it's your major and maybe you're thinking, yeah, I'll make a lot more money if I'm going into accounting, but the Lord's really calling me to, I don't want to, like, say a major that makes less money. I'm trying to think. I'll say PR. That's less money. That's me. Sorry. The Lord's really calling me to PR. I don't necessarily think that that would be the one, but maybe it is. Um, I'll just at myself. Or the Lord's calling me to take a gap year. Or the Lord, whatever it might be. 
and I could see like someone's parents being like, that doesn't make enough money or that doesn't make any sense. That doesn't fit in a four-year plan or someone's planning on you going to med school and you're like, I want to be a pastor or whatever that might be. At the end of the day, it's your life. <laughs> Hot take. Um, and you can take captive of your decisions. Like you, <laughs> like as much, and don't get me wrong. Like, I mean, there's still barriers. Like you might be financially dependent on your parents or you might be stuck in a situation. I don't, I don't know the circumstance, but if you are really leaning towards something, basically what I'll say, and I'll, I'll hop down to surrender it to the Lord because it, it makes sense. Basically I'm saying surrender all of your decisions to the Lord because at the end of the day, he is not going to misspeak. I've said this on the podcast so many times, but like if you are feeling a tug on your heart that the Lord is calling you somewhere and you've really prayerfully examined that, the Lord does not misspeak. And so if you're asking for an episode on discerning the Lord's will or discerning if the Lord's talking to you, that's a whole other episode. We do not have time for that right now. But if you have discerned that this is what the Lord wants for you, there's going to be a way. Or if you have a decision that you really feel strongly about making, like, it's your life. And at the end of the day, like, like you you want to live a full life. And the thing is, I'm not saying that you need to, like, go off the notion of being happy. We were never told that we were supposed to live, like, happy-go-lucky lives. That's, as believers, like, that was never what we were promised. Happiness? No. But joy? Yes. And so if you're leaning a certain way, if you know that's the college you're supposed to go to, if you know that's the person you're supposed to be with, if you know that's the city you're supposed to move to, if you know that's the career you're supposed to jump into, the Lord will provide a way. And you have to make the way for yourself. Like if maybe if it's like financially, like you just can't cut it with the school, there are thousands, hundreds of thousands of scholarships out there. Start applying. Like make a way for yourself. If you are like, there's absolutely no way that me and this boy are ever going to get through it or like we're in a horrible relationship, but I know this is my person. There's mentors, like there's couples therapy, like make a way. If you know you're supposed to move to the city, but you don't know anybody, make a way, connect with people, go out of your way, do the research. If you know that you're being called to a certain career path, like do it. You know what I mean? Like you can do this for yourself. And I think this is just like my nudge to people. It's like take captive of your own life and, and seriously just like step out in boldness and making decisions. But I'm only giving this advice within the context of making sure you do all the other things. Do all the other steps first. Really consider the opposition. But if you've done all those things and you still feel really strongly about it, obviously that's for a reason. So you got this. You already know what decision you want to make. And it might hurt people's feelings. And it might not all click into perfect places. And that's okay. I'm going to, like, wherever I decide to move, someone's going to be disappointed. And and that's okay. Because that's there's no way to make a decision that everyone's going to be happy about. When I pick bridesmaid dresses, not everyone's going to love it. Let me think. When I choose a time of day to, like have lunch, it's not going to work for everybody. Like nothing is going to work for everybody. When I released these stickers, not everyone left them, but some people really love them. You know what I mean? Like you can't make everybody happy. And that's just like part of life. Um, 
but you got this. You're going to make the right decision for sure. So back to surrendering it to the Lord. And basically this is where I will rest in the fact that you were never designed to fully comprehend the future. So if you are like ruining yourself over understanding the future or like knowing your 60 year plan, which me, I'm talking to myself. No, <laughs> don't even do that. Honestly, it's not healthy. I don't recommend it. Don't even, you are not supposed to understand. You are in the most exciting season of your life. You guys are either in middle school or high school. You guys are in college or you guys are post-grad. Like you are winning right now. It is such a happy season for you to take captive and make your life your own. And so you were never designed to comprehend the future or to stress about what's next, what's next, what's next. And that's coming from a person who's done it. And this is coming from a person who still actively does it and is trying not to. But we were never, 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 never supposed to know what's next. But we are supposed to trust in the Lord that he knows every step that we're going to take. So my advice to you is to just live in the simplicity of today. Of course, if you are a person who's notoriously known for not planning, you make me anxious. Definitely try and plan. But I assume if you're listening to this episode, you're a planner. Um, But live in the simplicity and simplify your life. Like sometimes, and for the last thing, is it's just not that deep. Sometimes it's not that deep. Take comfort in the fact that it's not the end-all be-all. You're going to make a decision, and guess what? You can change your major. You can transfer colleges. You can break up. You can date again. You can move somewhere else. You can... Like, a lot of times we make decision-making feel like such a permanent decision. That's not true. I thought about transferring my freshman year. I didn't because I felt affirmed that I was supposed to stay at Stanford. But it was not the end-all be-all. When I came to Sanford, I was planning on being a broadcast journalism concentration, now in PR and advertising. That changed. Um, Have I ever considered Hunter and I breaking up? Yeah, maybe, but not really. (laughs) Um, Have I considered moving somewhere else? Yes, uprooting. Like, things change and life changes, and maybe you're supposed to just make this this decision for a season. And that's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to serve its purpose in that season. And that's perfect. Sometimes if you're out of college and you hate it, you were supposed to be there that semester because it taught you a lot. It grew you a lot. It stretched you. It made you uncomfortable. If you were supposed, if you were in a relationship that ended awful, it was teaching you something. It was, it was preparing you for the next one. And so we put all of this weight on making these huge life decisions when in reality you can't make a wrong one. I know I've said this on the podcast, but you physically cannot unalign yourself with God's will. You can't. Because even if you make the quote wrong decision, it was the right one for that season. Hello? Like, isn't that, it's mind boggling and it's kind of frustrating, but it's also so like soothing and comforting to know that you physically can't make a wrong decision. So do all these things for someone who still wants to make the right one. Do all these things, find peace in your decisions, and do what feels right for you. Consider all the options. But in the end, you're going to make the decision that you were supposed to make for this season. (laughs) I'll give that disclaimer. But yeah, that's basically my advice and my process in making big life decisions. I really hope that this was helpful in me sharing like some of my experiences with making decisions, where I've come to. I will rest assured and say... I was supposed to be at Sanford for all four years. I love Sanford. Sanford was the college I was supposed to go to. Have I thought about transferring? Yes. Is this exactly where I'm supposed to be? Yes. Would I have been fine other places? Yes. 
Hunter. Am I so excited to get married? Yes. Am I the happiest I've ever been? Yes. Am I super eager going into this next season of life? Absolutely. Have there ever been a, like a moment of doubt in our relationship? Yes, that's normal and that's healthy. Have I ever thought about changing what I want to do with my life? Relatively, yes. I never made a huge change, but I changed within its context. I thought I was going to be on the Today Show. And guess what? I'm not going to do that. And that's okay. And I'm excited about what's new. Am I going to choose the perfect city to move to? Maybe. Will we live there for a year? Maybe. Will we live there for 15 years? Maybe. I don't know. But I'm trusting that the Lord is going to literally guide Hunter and I's every step because he has up until now. So why would I ever assume that he would leave or abandon me and not help me in this next season? So seriously, just trust that the Lord is going to help. But to hear the Lord and discern from the Lord, you need to be in the word. You need to be praying. You need to be surrounding yourself with a good Christian community that can help and he can speak through them. That's it. That's my soapbox. But thank you guys so much for listening. I really hope that all of this was super helpful. I was so happy that I was able to actually put out an episode that you guys were like desperately wanting right now. So I really hope that these steps were super, super helpful. If you heard something that like stuck with you, please message me or DM me. Like I want to talk to you and I want like, tell me about these big life decisions that you want to make. I really want to know if there's something in this episode that you're going to like put on a sticky note and put on your mirror, definitely go down below and leave us a review. I read a review today that actually made me want to cry. Can I read it? I'm going to read it. Sorry. But it, it actually, I almost started crying. I'm not even being dramatic. And I am a crier. But this, I literally <laughs> responded back to her and I said, this makes me want to cry. So shout out to Anne Sydney. You are an angel. But she said, I've been meaning to write this review for so long, but SGP is so good and I'm at a loss for words. Taylor does a great job at making you feel like you're just catching up with a friend. Her topics are super interesting and she never fails to entertain me. Also, and most importantly, she has made me more confident in my Christianity. My only critique is that I wish she posted more because Thursday through Tuesday aren't as fun without a new episode of She's Going Places. I died. I literally melted. I probably sat there in actual shock for like five minutes that there are people out there who actually care about what I have to say and have such kind things to say. So if you have, if you feel some type of way about me, let me know and let me cry like a baby. I'm dead serious. That literally is going to, I'm probably going to like print that and put that on my wall. I'm not even joking. Anyways. So if you feel that way or just DM me, if you just want to message me, would love that too. Um, make sure you're following, speaking of messaging me, um, you can reach me at any time at she's going places podcast on Instagram. I would love to have you following us over there. We post amazing content every week. If you're actually listening to this podcast and you don't follow us on Instagram, that's just crazy. I'm just like interested to know how you heard about this podcast. Like that kind of blows my mind and I kind of love it, but definitely follow us on Instagram. Um, we post fun polls, lots of content in case you don't know it and you didn't listen to last week's episode. I release stickers, and I'm really, really excited about them. The Star Collection, you guys have blown me away with the sales. I'm super grateful. We definitely still have packs left, so go and place your orders. You can I'll put the link to order in the show notes, but they're also going to be linked on the Instagram bio. So definitely go fill it out. We're doing it on Venmo, um, and you'll just fill out a Google form to get your stickers. And so I'm super excited about them. Thank you guys so much for supporting me and all of that. And I mean, other than that, you guys are crushing it. I hope you guys have a great week. I'm excited to hear about everything and let's go places together. Bye.